Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. Uh, Trey Blossman and I are going to talk about LSU basketball, an interesting player returning to the team for the upcoming season. Big and good news for LSU basketball. Trey Blossman will also talk about some NBA playoffs. We'll talk about the injuries in the NBA. A lot of talk about that. We've got some thoughts and observations. Also, an NFL topic for you, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. We'll get into some of that as well. A couple of other news and notes for you. All here on Talking Sports with TK, this episode, Sports Takes. Hey, don't forget to connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do that. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I have a YouTube channel. And Talking Sports with TK is the oldest dude on TikTok. You need to check all that out. Let's hear a message from our host, Anchor. Tell you how you can do a podcast and make some money. And we'll be back and we'll be joined by Trey Blossman for Sports Takes. I'm Tommy Chrysan. You are listening to Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Continue with Talking Sports with TK. About to be joined by Trey Blossman for this episode of Sports Takes. Once again, please share this with all of your friends as we roll through the hot summer here in South Louisiana. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing good, Tommy. Doing good. Glad to hear that. Heck, uh, the month of July is upon us uh, tomorrow. And it's kind of odd to talk LSU basketball when July 1 is uh, on the calendar tomorrow. But big news for the Tiger program came out uh, yesterday that uh, senior forward Darius Days, who had indicated he might go to the NBA draft, has decided to come back to LSU. He started 28 of 29 games last year, averaged 11.5 points a game, just under eight rebounds a game, 6'7", 245, a big guy. Has played 94 games in his LSU career, including 61 starts. I know you sent me a text, Trey, when and when it was announced he was returning. You think this is big for Will Wade and the Tiger basketball team? I, I do, Tommy, and I think it's big for Darius Days as well. You know, we see a lot of kids, you know, young men. I hate to call them kids, but, uh, you know, they're so enthralled with joining the professional ranks that they make bad decisions. And I think for days to have gone out this year would have been a really bad decision. I don't think he's drafted in the first two rounds. Sure, he gets into a camp and maybe he gets into, a, you know, a G League team. But uh, I, I really think he's better served in Baton Rouge. He made the smart call. He's returning. Big news for him, but certainly big news for Will Wade you know, he doesn't have a lot of returning experience. He's got a lot of young talent coming in, as he does most years, because he's a good recruiter. But this is big. I don't know if Days will lead the Tigers in scoring, but I guarantee you he will lead them on the floor. He's a baller. He can spot up and shoot the three. He can play defense. 
and he's a dominant rebounder. I believe he led LSU in rebounding last year. Well, you know, anytime you got a guy that's played 94 games, started 61 times, you know, that's a little rare in college basketball these days for guys that play that much. I'm sure there's guys on a lot of benches that stick around four years and don't don't start 10 games in four years. But, you know, and then Will Wade, kind of an enigma. You know, we all heard the recording, the strong-ass offer, and, you know, the hot water boiling around and the clouds in the sky about what might or might not happen to him and or the LSU program. Well, you know, the guys continued to work, and nothing's happened yet. I don't know if it'll happen or not. I'm not that smart. But uh, he continues to try to do the best he can for LSU basketball. And I think if you're a fan, you you should recognize that. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't know how much he had to do with Dave's decision to return. But again, a very smart decision for the player and a very good result for the LSU Tigers. Tommy. Speaking of basketball, the NBA Conference Finals are rocking and rolling. Uh, Phoenix leads three games to two over the L.A. Clippers. They'll play tonight. And then tomorrow night, the Hawks and the Bucks are at two games to two. Trey Blossoman, uh, before we get into the topic of injuries, your thoughts on the NBA playoffs? Well, Tommy, they've been very exciting. And they're very unpredictable. In the recent past, the NBA has been very predictable. This summer, not so much. The Jazz and the 76ers were the two one seeds. They both lost in the second round. You know how many times there's been an NBA Finals without at least one number one seed in it? One, t- one time. Wow. 27 years ago in 1994, the Rockets played the Knicks in the final. The number one seeds were Seattle and Atlanta. One time previously in the history of the NBA has there been an NBA final without at least one number one seed. This year, obviously, will be the second year. As uh, we said, the Jazz and the 76ers were knocked out in the previous round. I really like this Atlanta team, Tommy. And their win last night without Trey Young, a wire-to-wire impressive victory for Coach Nate McMillan's squad, uh, was just flat-out fun to watch. Without Trey Young, who's proving to be one of the best young players in the league, certainly, Lou Williams got the start, former sixth man of the year in the NBA. All sweet Lou did. And and by the way, when he was traded to the Hawks during the season, he almost decided to retire, okay? But he decided to play. He liked Coach Nate McMillan, so he was going to give it a shot. Of course, he was on the Clippers team that's playing in the Western Finals. So he probably thought going to Atlanta, I'm leaving a team that might make the NBA Finals and go to a team that may not make the playoffs. But under Coach Nate McMillan, Atlanta got hot. They started winning down the stretch. Well, all Lou Williams did, instead of retiring at midseason, was hang around to get the start last night in place of Trey Young. 21 points, five rebounds, eight assists, Tommy. That's pretty impressive. And, you know, uh, you got four teams still playing. I, you know, I haven't been in this position a lot, and certainly not recently. A slight uptick in TV ratings, and that might be because of all the silliness in Major League Baseball that's going on. However, 
Um, and, and it is the conference finals, which typically draw more interest, and we'll see what happens in the finals. But the NBA is still struggling uh, for fans and struggling with their image that they they fractured uh, with all the social justice stuff. And, you know, again, uh, you know, for those that turn the game on, I think they want to watch Phoenix play. They want to watch the Clippers play, the Hawks or the Bucks. And I worried about all the other stuff. And we've, we've said that, you know, a lot of times, but uh, it's interesting. And because there's going to be an NBA champion, someone who hasn't been it either ever or for a very long time. Yeah. And, and again, it, it is exciting. I'm hoping Atlanta plays Phoenix in the finals. Of course, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo went out last night with a knee injury. It was announced this afternoon there was no structural damage. The ligaments looked good, but he is doubtful for tomorrow night's game. Uh, I don't, you know, Milwaukee's got talent. Drew Holiday, who's a player I think the world of and loved him as a Pelican, He's been mostly invisible in this series, and he's going to need to step it up and play number two to Chris Middleton. I think Chris Middleton's very capable of leading Milwaukee to win this thing and get to the finals, but he's going to need Drew Holiday to step up uh, and help him a bit. And we'll see, we'll see what happens there. But uh, I like Atlanta moving forward in that series. Tonight we get game six of the Western Conference Finals. Phoenix up three games to two. I thought Phoenix was going to wrap it up in the previous game in L.A., but, hey, they go home tonight with a chance to win. Uh, or Actually, they're actually in L.A. tonight. I'm sorry. Uh, they uh, had a chance to win it at home the previous game and blew it. I, I like Phoenix here. Uh, Kawhi Leonard remains out. Paul George has been absolutely balling, and they got great play from Morris and Boogie Cousins the other night. Cousins had 15 points, 12 in the first quarter. And it was the first quarter by Cousins and Morris who staked them to a lead. And, you know, that Phoenix was chasing them the entire game. I expect Phoenix will play a little bit better tonight and probably get the victory and sit around waiting to see who wins the Atlanta-Milwaukee series. Once again, we're visiting with Trey Blossman. This is Sports Takes, the... Uh, this week's episode of Sports Takes, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. Please favorite this podcast and share it with all of your friends. Trey, a topic that's gotten a lot of legs, a lot of traction in the last days and weeks of injuries in the NBA and the effect you just mentioned, the guy from Milwaukee. I don't know how to say his name, so I'll call him the guy from Milwaukee. You know, um, <laughs> You know, a lot of talk. Are there more injuries than normal? Or do we just know about it now because social media blows up when somebody gets a hangnail on, on the right finger, you know? Um, or is it because they rushed back into the season after the season went so long last year and these incredible athletes didn't get enough of a break? Is it just an anomaly and this is just a year where injuries might be a notch above normal years? But you know, injuries are a part of sports at all levels. I mean, high school guys get hurt, college, you know, pros, uh, the G League that you referenced earlier. But, you know, and, and it seems like no matter what the sport, as soon as there's a couple of big names get injured, everybody says, oh, injuries are on the rise. You know, I need to get somebody that, you know, studies all of that and, and, and shows some stats compared to previous years and, 
and whatnot and, and, and go from there. But it certainly has become a topic uh, of discussion with the different marquee players that have had, you know, slight injuries and some more significant. Your thoughts? Well, Tommy, you know, we, we've talked about this on this podcast in recent weeks that injuries were certainly playing a big part in the NBA playoffs and they continue to do so as to why I'm going to, I know this sounds like a cop out, but I'll explain myself. You mentioned a lot of things there. I think it's all of the above. Okay. I, I think it starts with players today being soft. They make so much money. They don't want to get hurt. They don't play some of these guys in back-to-back games, back-to-back nights. They sit and rest, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. You got guys just not playing as many minutes and as many games as they've played in the past. Maybe they're not in as good a shape because of that. But I I think the players are soft. Nobody wants to play hurt. You know, these guys are so conscious, some of them, of their statistics you know, if you're competing for a scoring championship, you don't want to play five games late in the season with a bad knee or a tweaked ankle because you might score 20 a game instead of 28. And you might lose that scoring title. Uh, I think they are freak things that happen in basketball games. Look, Trey Young, who missed the previous game against Milwaukee, we just talked about that. He missed that game because on a step-back shot, he stepped on an official's foot. He tweaked his ankle because he popped that foot back to set up for that step back jumper, and he stepped on an official's foot. Uh, you know that sometimes those things happen. You know, last night Giannis Giannis Anatacumpo is how you say it. We won't we won't have a quiz on that, Tommy. Call him Thank the Greek, call him the Greek freak is what I would call him. Okay, uh, you know. He came down funny on his left knee. It looked bad. His brother helped him off the court. And by the way, that was a great moment in sports when his brother helped him off the court. But he went to the locker room, sent his brother back to the bench because he probably needed to go in with with Giannis out. But uh, he managed to get back to the locker room on his own after his brother got him into the tunnel. And he came out, and he wasn't limping too bad. Uh he may play yet in this series. I probably don't think he plays tomorrow night, but he didn't land on anything but his own foot. He just landed funny. And look, when you got guys that big and that fast flying around and jumping three feet up in the air, sometimes you're going to come down and get hurt. And maybe, you know, I said these guys are soft. They're also better athletes than they've ever been. And they're faster. They jump higher. Maybe just the way the game is played today, players are more prone to injury than, say, the New York Knicks were in 1968. You know, sometimes we agree on things, sometimes we don't. That's been the case for 25 years now on radio and podcasts. I'm going to agree with you. I think it's all of the above. The things I mentioned earlier have some portion of the reasoning for you know, the injuries, why does it seem like more whatever, you know, but again, I think, especially at that level, the, the professional sports, those guys know, A, it's a business and B, injuries occur and you have to have somebody ready to go, even if that's the ninth guy on a roster, the 10th guy or the guy way at the end of the bench, 
he's a, he's still an NBA player if he's wearing a uniform. Well, and I know he's not. If he was better, he'd already be on the floor. But that's why you have a roster of players, substitutes, reserves that you know can step in when needed. And if it has to be in the conference finals, that's when it's got to be. I mean, uh, you know, nobody likes to really you know yell and shout about it, but that's all part of it. And we'll just have to see how it affects uh, the two conference finals and then the finals going forward. Trey Blossman, we got another minute or two here on Sports Takes, and we'll probably get into this more next week. But this Aaron Rodgers story with the Green Bay Packers, I mean, like, I think it's tiring. I think people are like, kind of like when Favre couldn't decide if he was going to retire or not. It won't, won't go away. But there's some serious implications here for Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback, for the Green Bay Packer organization, and perhaps for others in the NFL going forward. And again, it's this story just keeps seems like it won't go away. Like Rogers trying to make a point, but uh, maybe he makes a point for opting out, but then a bunch of other dominoes will fall. Trey, I know you, 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 this story is kind of mind boggling. It is Tommy. And you know, I've always liked Aaron Rodgers as a player. I don't particularly care for him either way as a person. He's uh, extremely liberal. He went to college at Berkeley, but he's a great quarterback. And he's fun to watch. And the Packers have been a very exciting team in his tenure. But I I think this guy is on the verge of tainting the way his career is viewed with this ugliness towards the end. Look, you know, teams draft for the future. If you're an all-pro quarterback, if you're one of the top – we can comfortably say he's one of the top four quarterbacks in the league for the last decade. You think? Um, we'll go top four in the last decade. I think you can. That's fair. Okay, so you get mad because near the end of your career, the team you've played for spends a first round pick on the next quarterback. That's weakness to it's me, a, Tommy. It, Look, Jordan Love Love is no threat to Aaron Rodgers as the starter for the Green Bay Packers as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy and wanting to play for the Green Bay Packers. But now he's going to take his ball and go home because the Packers drafted another quarterback. I totally don't get it. Uh, As I said, I, I think that he's tainting his image. And, you know, he's talking about wanting to be the host of Jeopardy!, he loves doing television commercials. You taint your image, your appeal to the public goes down. Your ability to earn income after football goes down. Not that he's going to need any income, but uh, in my mind, he's less of a person than I thought he was. I'll just leave it at that. Well, and it goes back to something we mentioned a few moments ago. Professional sports is a business, and you cannot fault the Green Bay Packers for doing what they think is best for their business slash organization. And that's drafting a quarterback to sit around behind Rodgers for a couple of years so that he can be ready to go when called upon 
I mean, that, that's the business. I mean, you know, Rogers was drafted. Brett Favre was in green Bay, you know, I mean, you know, that, that's just what happens in professional sports. And he's, he's kind of sounding like a, a whiny baby. And, you know, like you said, his legacy is getting tainted. I, I agree with that completely. Trey Blossman, all, as always, uh, this is a lot of fun. We always have fun doing the Sports Takes podcast. We hope everyone has a wonderful 4th of July Independence Day weekend. Be safe, be smart, and enjoy your times and all of that good stuff. And Trey will jump back in with another episode next week. Thank you, Tommy. One quick thing in closing, you had mentioned before we talked about Aaron Rodgers being ready in the NBA and, you know, getting playing time because of an injury. Cam Reddish has not played in about three or four months for the Atlanta Hawks. He was not expected to play in this series. If they made it to the finals, they thought maybe he would play. Well, Nate McMillan decided to play him last night. All he did in 23 minutes was score 12 points, five of nine shooting, two of three from three-point line. He had five rebounds. He had two assists. He had two steals, and he had a block. That guy was ready to play. Hats off to the Atlanta coaching staff for having him ready to play. And by the way, Skyler Mays got some cleanup time, and he looked pretty darn good late in that game as well. Well, like we say, when you're on that bench, you better be ready physically and mentally when your name's called. Those guys got it done. Trey Blossman, happy 4th of July. We'll do this again next week. Thank you, Tommy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.